Well, welcome back to the Deep Drive podcast, everyone. This is Micah and Thomas, your hosts, recording on a lazy Wednesday afternoon, early evening, and uh, we've been busy at work, but we are making time to talk about things that we do or do not know a lot about. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit tired. I've got uh, got a coffee at the moment. You have a, a peppermint tea. I do. So we're, we're going to be on top form, aren't we? Easy. You know? Yeah. We're talking about advice. Should we jump straight Are we, we going to give advice on giving advice? Well, maybe. Maybe. I, you have to stick around to find out, I guess. <laughs> if, we, if we told you, you could just stop listening. But yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. Let's get into definition time right away. Definition time. Definition time. Definition time. Okay, so the definition of advice that I found, I think it's Oxford Language Dictionary, something like that. Oxford is quite famous for dictionaries. I don't know why. For a lot of things. Like yeah. smart people. Yeah, exactly. Our boss, Glenn, graduated Oxford. That's right. Yeah. yeah and he's a genius. Yeah, and they they know how to define advice. So they define <laughs> it as guidance or recommendations offered with regard to prudent future action. For example, my advice is to see your doctor. Oh, uh, wow. I quite like the way that's worded. It's massively And then you go to the doctor and the doctor so... gives you advice too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. It's just an endless chain of advice. That's what life is. Wow. That's deep. Do you agree? I'm 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 guessing you agree with that definition. It's probably not very controversial. Yeah, I mean there's not much to to say really about that, is it? I mean it's advice. <laughs> what do you mean there's not much to say? We're about to talk for half an hour on it. Oh yeah. Well, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. All right, so we have agreed that there's probably four different subtopics within advice that we want to talk about in our given sections. Um, so those are experience, relationship, delivery, and motivation. So I'm just going to jump right in and give my two cents on giving advice to people and when is it okay and when is it not okay. Um yeah, so experience. I at the uni I went to I was always giving advice to people, not like unsolicited advice, but um yeah, people would come to me a lot for advice, especially in like the first 2 years. But Can I just um, ask why did, did you enjoy giving advice? Um or was it just you felt you needed it to? It depends. Or? I kind of liked it more when it actually wasn't somebody I was super close to. Because when it's somebody you're close to, obviously they're going to come to you. But also the weight of your advice could weigh a bit more heavy. But if it's somebody you kind of know and they go out of their way to ask you, that probably means they like respect you and have been observing. But also, if your advice wasn't good and they take it, what are they going to do? Say like, oh, I asked some guy for advice. And then I'll be like, yeah, why would you take my advice? You don't even know me. So whether I do well or mess up, like it's all good. Is that terrible? <laughs> that's terrible, but that's kind of how it works. But yeah, um, experience. 
first off, I don't, I think people tend to overestimate their own wisdom, right? If you're talking about relationship advice, it's so easy to think that you know the next best move. You know, classic example, I don't know why, but I tend to picture, like from my own experiences, treating somebody in a relationship really well only for them to come to me the next day and be like, I was talking to my friends and they were saying, you know, I probably shouldn't trust you because da-da-da. I'm like, what do your friends know? Like, your friends don't even know me that well. They don't take the time to, and they're acting like they've been in long-term relationships before, but they're freshmen in college. You know, like, don't overestimate the worth of your own experience and wisdom, I think. And that's mostly for the good of the person you're talking to because as i'll touch on later if you really want to help them out you'll help them out the most by understanding yourself really well too and secondly under experience um don't emotionally exaggerate things that you've been through in order to try to help connect with someone you know i think there's almost a sense of if somebody's going through a hardship and they're talking to you about it you want to identify with them on some level and so It's kind of, if you're a depressed person, if you're clinically depressed and you tell somebody that you're clinically depressed and then they say, oh, I don't have that, but I do know what it's like to be. No, you don't. Like, (laughs) you don't. And the amount of times I've seen that happen and experienced that kind of thing happening to me is like, I could not count it on two hands. Like, it happens pretty frequently, which is why you don't, first off, talk about certain things with people, but also like don't try to connect with that that's so going back to our other episode about authenticity it's really kind of unauthentic because they're not asking you for for your sympathy even they're asking you for advice right uh going on to relationship um consider how close you are with the person in need of your help because i think your relationship to that person is going to define what kind of and how much advice you do give if they ask for it um easy example i will say different things to my closest friends than i will to somebody who's a friendly acquaintance right like that seems obvious but again i think we've all received unsolicited advice before and it's never very nice you know you're kind of like why the heck are you like giving me advice like you don't know me you don't know my situation well enough right so that's an easy one, um, but I think it's easily overlooked. Um, yeah, and on the topic of unsolicited advice, I don't think it's almost ever acceptable unless you're like extremely close with the person in need. I mean, you could disagree with that, um, but for me, unsolicited advice tells me that you probably think more highly of yourself than you do actually worry about me as a person. Uh, thirdly, delivery. Um, so my, my guess is in especially less mature, like young adults, teenage type people, um, your heart might be in a good place. You might be coming from a place of, I want to help, but like the delivery of your words is key in the expression of your supposed care and love. So how you deliver advice, because, because in essence, advice is telling somebody hey, you you might not have thought of this, a.k.a. 
you might have less wisdom than I do on this subject. You're kind of necessarily putting yourself for a moment at least above them in a certain area of life. And so that already um, risks being a bit abrasive. So if you are going to be giving somebody advice, make sure your expression of it is expressing your heart of caring and love. And secondly, um, talking to someone in a way that assumes they haven't even thought through every option. So if, if I come to you for advice on something, right, that doesn't mean that I am completely clueless. It might just be that I want a second opinion or I want to try to see it from a different perspective. It doesn't mean that I'm kind of a complete bozo and can't connect thoughts for myself and don't have a logical flow for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you literally have no idea. Yeah, and exactly. My advice is the key yeah, for you exactly. to even begin to think through yeah. what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. And lastly, motivation. You really have to question the motivation of of why, especially if you're going into the realm of unsolicited advice. But in any situation, what is your motivation for for telling that person what to do or suggesting to them something to do? Are you truly coming from a place of love or care for the other person? I think, I mean, myself included, a lot of the time, it's like you might care about the person, but also it does feel good to be right. Hmm. Like, and I volunteered for a little bit for counseling services at my school. And, uh, and it does feel good to be right to tell somebody, no, that's not a smart idea. And then they either take your advice and avoid a problem or don't take your advice and then call you the next week being like, oh, I should have done what you said. There's a little bit of like, I feel your pain, man, but I was kind of right and I kind of knew it. Um, and I personally probably fall prey to that one more than the other three just because I do like to be right. And uh, yeah, so that is that is my overview on giving advice. My name is Thomas and this is my attempt to string together some thoughts. Okay, well, thank you, Micah. So I think I actually had a, a lot of um, similar thoughts to you on that. I, I want to pick you up on a couple of points Did you read later my notes? Um, <laughs> I plagiarized you. Um, a, a golden rule I've always heard before I jump into the four categories briefly is only give advice if you can take it. And um, I don't know who I've heard that from, but it kind of strikes me as, as an obvious truth about about the world. Um so experience, I think on experience, it's useful but not essential because you you might not have experience of exactly what your friend is going to, going through at the moment, but you can still offer them advice on a particular thing. I think you can give advice to people who are older than you if it's done in the right context and, you know, it's done humbly and et cetera. Have you done that before? No, but I can imagine situations in which that would be, you know, like are you saying to like your parents or something? Yeah, I suppose I suppose so. I I I think I think I think it would be possible for for you to give advice to someone who is quote unquote more experienced than you, older than you, has more experience. Um because like you said they might just be wanting another perspective another angle and it might actually be that your age or stage or the particular context you've been in actually gives you makes you a very good person to ask for advice even if you're 
supposedly less experienced. Uh, the relationship thing is is vital. I think how you give advice to a friend is different to how you give advice to a colleague. You picked up on that. That's are we friends or colleagues uh, or lovers? Just kidding. I think it's a it's a bit of a mixture of all three. Uh, no, of of, uh, <laughs> of friends and and colleagues. Yeah, I, I was um, about to get scared there for a second. Frolics or don't say that. That makes me uncomfortable. Collins. Don't. That's even worse. <laughs> You're gonna um, go back and listen to that and want to jump off. I a really building. regret. Well, thanks for that advice you've just given. But like you said, like it would feel very weird for someone I've just met to be giving very personal advice. Very surface level advice. Oh, um, do you mind uh, not pouring those coffee grounds down the sink? You know, I'd, I'd be comfortable is that with advice? someone. I've... Wait, is that advice? Well, it kind of is in a way, isn't it? You're... It's only advice if you're threatening something like, oh, I advise you not to do that or else. Or else the sink will get blocked, you know. Um, it could be okay. could be yeah, a, yeah, okay. a, a form of advice, just calling someone out on something. Because that's often what the, the form that our advice takes, isn't it? It's calling someone out on something. And and so that would feel fine coming from someone I've just met, but something very deep and personal, I think, as you'd say, it, it has to be someone you know quite well. I'm interested, you talked about the term solicited advice and unsolicited advice a lot. I'd like to press into that more later. But yeah, what does it mean to be an advice solicitor? I'm going to call it. Okay. I don't have any thoughts on that at the moment, but we'll we'll return to that delivery very important timing tone of voice whether you give someone advice in front of other people these are all important considerations i think and finally the motivation is i think the the key one here because why are you giving them the advice you you mentioned that sometimes it feels good to to be right so it that could be it always feels good to be right so that's a kind of slightly dodgy motivation that might be underlying advice that we could potentially give another one i thought of is are you giving someone advice for their own benefit or are you giving it so that they might become more similar to you or see the world the way you see it like do you actually that's need to give that's a good this one. person advice uh, is it something you really need to pick them up on or is it just a cultural thing is it uh, they do things differently and you just kind of want to get them to see the world the way the way you do but those are my thoughts that's cool that's cool okay let's cross examine each other cross examination cross examination cross examination cross examination Do you have questions for me? Yeah, so okay. you you made a bit of a flippant comment. I think it might have been a joke about, you know, my advice, you can take it or leave it sort of thing. When? It seemed to, earlier on in your in your statement, you were kind of like... Did I make you mad? You, you gave lots of advice. <laughs> you made me really upset. <laughs> Wait, you what made, flippant comment? You said you gave lots of advice at uni and you like you didn't really care if people took it or left it. I don't know. I think you were joking. You were joking. There so. is there is a level where you need to realize that you can't control people. If they right. come to you for advice, I'm not I almost never ever gave unsolicited advice. So these are people that I didn't know super well who would be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" First off, usually it's drama related, which means relationship related, which means usually it's not my place to be saying anything. 
Hmm. Um, but if they do ask my advice, I could try to give the most unbiased, hopefully wise opinion to help that person and hopefully whoever they're having a conflict with as well. Whether they take that advice or not, I cannot control. And if they do take it and it doesn't work, yeah, what are they going to say? Oh, well, I was just doing what this guy said to do. So I would never tell people to do anything. It was always, okay, we can talk about it, maybe think about it this way. If they don't take it and things don't work, then I just say, well, maybe it would have been smart to take my advice, especially since you came to me to ask for it. If they do take it and it works out well, then everyone's happy. If they do take it and it doesn't work out well, then there's a sense of, well, yeah, there's a chance that's not going to happen because I didn't really know that person and I didn't really know the person they're having conflict with, but they came to me advi- with for advice and I would say, okay, I don't know why you're asking me, but here's my two cents on it since you're asking. I get that. Is there ever a time, though, where you need to put your foot down and say, this has to stop or what, what do you, you mean? need to do? Like, is there ever a time when you said you know, advice shouldn't, you can't change what someone does, obviously. It's it's leaving it up to them. But is there a, a time when the advice has to become like quite forceful yeah. in a way? Yeah. Okay. But I would try to leave people I don't know super well out of it. Right. The more the more and you that comes invest into, into the some, delivery sort yeah, of thing as well. The more you invest into somebody else else's personal life, the more their problems become your problems. And I don't mean it in a selfish way, like, oh, I don't want other people's problems. I'm saying their actual life issues become your actual life issues too. Mm. And that's part of what friendship is, isn't it? Yeah, friendship. Mm. But I was talking about people that I don't know super well. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I would not consider every person I know or am friendly with a friend. And I think that's how everybody would work. We just don't say it out loud. So are we friends? Yeah. Oh, of okay. course. Good. Does that make sense? Do you still disagree? No, I, I think that that's good. I, I was worried you were being a little bit flippant about... about um just advice in in general but okay i think you understand that you seem so unhappy i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 really not unhappy okay Um, i have have some questions for you go on that's cool um do you think advice is purely experiential because basically everything you said was dependent on how much experience you have so can 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 you only give advice if you have experience in a certain field no, if if you were listening, Michael, I actually said that experience isn't essential. I said it's it's useful but not essential. You did, but you didn't back it up with anything. That's why I'm asking. Let me <laughs> I, rephrase that. I feel bad Can you back up the fact that because everything up until you said that, everything did depend on experience being a key part of it, but then you said it's not necessary but didn't really say why it's not necessary. Can you give an example where you could give advice? Well, it's, Good advice. it seems a bit trite to keep coming back to the relationship stuff, but I feel like that's where a lot of the kind of more weighted advice yeah, often sure. finds it. Go for it. it. So let's say that there's some relationship issue. I think people can, it's rare that people will have had exactly the same experience of what you're going through. Mm-hmm. 
so in that case oh well should should no one be have a right to give you any advice even your closest friends well I, not necessarily i mean i mean obviously they have everyone has experience of some form or another as you said you know we we have a, accumulated some form of wisdom over our lives so yes they i might not have experienced exactly what what you're going through but that doesn't necessarily mean i can't offer advice if that makes sense but do you personally feel qualified in that fake scenario would you feel qualified to be giving advice um probably probably not a lot of the time but would you still give it if somebody asked for it if someone if someone asks for if it somebody asks for advice in a place you're not super experienced and you don't feel qualified to give it but they're asking for it would you give advice i think i i may i may but i would always want to qualify it with i have no personal experience so it, with the issue of mental health i wouldn't for example which you mentioned because i have not personally struggled with clinical depression or something <laughs> like that. you couldn't get that word out of your mouth <laughs> It was a bit of a struggle, isn't it? Yeah, you didn't want to say it. It's yeah. Okay. okay. There's still a stigma around mental health, isn't there? Even on this podcast. And I we, don't have a stigma about it. We claim to be the, the deep drive. We are the deep drive. We're about to go deeper, though, because we're going to play devil's advocate. Is it better... Okay, no, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm not <laughs> going to ask. I'm just going to do it. It's better to give good advice badly than not than to not give advice at all. Discuss. You discuss. <laughs> you said you're playing devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot you how You said you're putting worked. your foot down this for the first sh- time in your life. <laughs> this is an absolute shambles, isn't it? It is. Um, I love it. Okay, so I can see why someone would make this point because... It's better to give good advice badly than to not give advice at all. I mean, at least you're trying, right? If you've noticed something that's harming someone or whatever it may be, you want to pull them up on it. You don't do it in the best way. Let's say your delivery is poor. It's badly timed. Maybe someone overhears from the room next door and it's awkward. But surely it's better to at least try and give good advice so what you're saying is it's the thought that counts i suppose i suppose so yeah Yeah. okay um if you're if you're playing devil's advocate i'll just still play me myself Okay. okay so do you think that the role of advice or giving advice is to limit damage in the person's life that you're giving it to a lot of the time, potentially. Okay. So are you actually giving advice if by giving advice you increase damage? Maybe. How? Well, in what way would it increase damage just because it's bad? Well, you said given. yourself if somebody if somebody overhears. Right. So could, the, could the act of actually giving the advice badly be more damaging than not yeah let's say it's bad advice not just giving it badly but you give bad advice the words you say are not wise the person takes your advice things get worse but you already agreed to the point 
that giving advice is mostly damage limitation. So are you actually giving advice if you increase damage with the advice that you give? You're giving bad advice. Yeah, yeah. which isn't advice at all, right? Well... Because it's increasing the problem. That's that's true, yeah. So so if, if I do say it's bad advice, then really, as devil's advocate, what you've asked is... Is it better to give good advice or bad advice? That's actually what you've asked. I suppose, but let me nuance it a bit more. Let's say the advice is at its core good, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's something genuinely. It is the right thing to pick. Genuine, up. It, right? <laughs> it is genuinely the best thing to pick someone up on. Yeah, it's a good thing to tell them. Good, but focusing on. Of, of those four categories we gave, let's say just the delivery, the way you say it is bad. So I think it's still good advice. Maybe they can see it's good advice, but you just, you really mess up your words. You, they, they're having a bad day and it's really not the thing they need. So you, you're not very perceptive to, you know, you haven't read the room basically, okay. but the advice itself is still good. No, I still think it's the bad option. You still think Absolutely. it would be better to keep because your mouth shut? advice isn't just the words you're saying. It's also your relationship to the person. The two are, are, in my opinion, intrinsically bound. And so you do just as much damage by your presentation of yourself in the way you say something, in the context you say it in, as the actual words themselves. Okay. Right? When you're consoling somebody who's grieving, a lot of times you just don't say anything at all, right? You're just present. I get and that. if you do have words to say, you have to choose good words. But a lot of times in really tough situations, there are no words to express. So you just say nothing because that's better than saying the wrong words. So. I get that. But let me continue to play devil's advocate just a little bit longer. Okay. I don't enjoy this position, but it's quite you, interesting. You literally said, I'm putting my foot down. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Why are you complaining? Let's just say I, I'm awkward. And I can't... I'm sorry, I keep drinking I tea on the microphone. <laughs> I can't give any form of, of advice well. Like, yeah. I'm just bad at, in the way I deliver it. Mm -hmm. Does that mean I can't give advice to anyone at any time? No. That just means you're a terrible human. And you probably won't have any friends to give advice to. Checkmate. I'm going to have a, a little sip. Checkmate. No. In all honesty, I think in that scenario, that's a pretty extreme scenario. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's been people like that, but I think like bird's eye view of everything, we're talking about normal people who have normal-ish relationships with their friends and girlfriends and family and coworkers and whatnot. So can I just conclude a little bit then yeah. from what you're saying, what, yeah. what I understand you to be saying? If you're going to give advice, make sure you can take it yourself and you have That's what you the said. way you... Oh, yeah, I did say that. You said that. But I the didn't way, say that. the way you... Yeah, if you're going to give advice, you have to give it well. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Because I think the relationship and the things that you don't say are just as important as the words that you do say, the advice itself. Interesting. Yeah. It's an advice platter. Even it's more than like just the words. Even stuff like the delivery, the the tone you there use. are various accoutrements on the platter. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sorry, hungry what did you now. Say? I'm getting hungry. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> I've completely forgotten yeah, me too. my train of thought. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. That's my bad. Can I play devil's advocate for one second? Oh, a second devil's advocate. Do we have yeah, a second yeah. jingle for that? <laughs> no, oh. go on. Ding, 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 ding. Woo! Okay, that was good, right? That was terrifying. Okay. You became you became something no, like in that moment. Like two minutes, like making it quick, right? I am somebody who is absolutely convinced that they're right. Nobody has really told me that I'm probably not right in various aspects of my life, but I'm coming from a pure heart. I really just want to help. I don't have the awareness of the fact that if I'm asked to give advice, I am not the right person to do that. So I give bad advice from a good place. Have I done the wrong thing morally? Well... I think so, but you're not you're not aware of it, right? So, yeah, but morals you, uh, are only if well. Th- this is this is a really interesting example because that's something that you'd only start to realize in a way if someone gave you advice about it. And this is the power of advice, isn't it? That the only way, if you're living in that bubble where you you think that you you couldn't possibly give bad advice and you know everything, you need someone to break into that and and tell you through advice in a way so are you are you wrong in as much as your bubble is all you've known so that's that's a difficult question but i think it takes it takes someone to tell you maybe for you to break out of that loop and and see the bigger picture do you agree with that i yeah i mostly agree yes i agree yes my answer is yes you seem very hesitant no, no, no. I'm I'm not. We can And don't f- call me Shirley. Okay, mailbag. Let's do the mailbag. All right. Well, I had two messages sent to me. Um, since we don't have a podcast, we just have the podcast email. But we don't have like a social media page for it yet or ever. I don't know. We don't know. Only God knows. He knows everything. But two listeners said they listened in two days. They listened to every single episode up until the one we're recording right now. Gosh. Yeah. And one of them said their favorite episode was, let me look really quick, because I can't remember the name. You're so unprepared. I can just edit this, bro. <laughs> I'm really disappointed oh, in you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, three, three, because my mom keeps up with it. And she said our last episode was her favorite. And I said, well, it was the most serious. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, that's kind of rude. But yeah, individualism, communalism. But yeah, that's not who I was referring to. Uh, Two listeners, one of whom I know, one of whom I don't know, um, reached out. Embarrassment was uh, one of the listeners' favorites. So if you're listening to this episode and you haven't gone through the whole repertoire, there's another French-English word. Um, Check out embarrassment. And another one was, um, was money which was our first live stream recorded episode. 
Interesting. Um, which, by the way, we're planning on doing next week, I believe. Next week, another yeah, live stream. I think stream. we'll hit the streams again next week. Cool. Yeah. So the rivers, <laughs> the rivulets. <laughs> okay. Stream. Oh, okay. It was, it was dark. Well, it does make sense because you are a geography, geology, ma- geology, geology. Sorry, yeah. major. You will area of study. Thank you. So geology rocks. Am I right? Well, nothing set in stone. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. That's it from us here at the Deep Drive. Thanks so much for listening. We will catch you next week with a new topic and new things to argue about and make each other uncomfortable with. Goodbye. Bye.